You're listening to episode 36. This is All the Way Up with Jesse Mogul. What is going on, everyone? Long time no here. It has been a while since I have shot one of these things, and let me just tell you guys what I've been up to. It has been a very chaotic last few months. I have really been putting the nose to the grind, putting my uh, putting everything I have into switching out the name of my website, the name of the podcast. There's been so much, so much that I've done. Uh, if you talk to some of my friends, they think that I've been a little too isolationist. And uh, if you talk to some others, they think I should be working harder. So you really can't please everyone <laughs> as much as I try. Um, putting, putting, Letting go of the people pleasing, uh, that's on my to-do list for 2019. Um, <laughs> how's everybody doing out there? Again, you're listening to All The Way Up Life with Jesse Mogul. Um, definitely check out my brand new website, allthewayup.life. I'm really happy with what I was able to create over there. I built the entire thing myself. I uh, knocked that out in the month of October. And now November is all about my social media, ramping that up, getting the podcast back up and running. And there's so much to talk about. And I'll, I'll tell you guys, one of the coolest things I'm going to be doing is starting tomorrow, I'm doing my ABCs of self-actualization on Instagram. It's uh, starting off with A is for action. And I basically came up, listed down this big piece of paper on my wall here in my office slash room. Um, of all the letters, I put A all the way down to Z, and then I just started going through and thinking of all these cool words that pretty much are the way that I lead my life and things that I, if I'm not already doing that I want to be doing. So A is for action, and that's why I'm doing this now. Just got done listening to my life coach, Matt Browning, do a really great webinar on podcasting. He's really rocking it out over there on his podcast, and it just got me fired up. I said, you know what? Today's the day. Start making that change. First change, getting a podcast out. So one of the things that I've been focusing on a lot towards uh, the end of this, I, I break my months up, I break my years up into quarters just like I would if I was a major business and a CEO of a company. And um, the first two quarters of this year were really rough on me. I didn't get a whole lot done with my company. There was, there was some relationship issues that I had to tend to, uh, recovery in my sobriety was uh, you know, becoming more challenging. I was just passing my first year and moving into my second year. So the newness of it, to me, had started to wear off. And not that it was a challenge or hard work to not drink. I've put that identity of, of being a drunk and needing alcohol in my life, I've put that identity to rest. That, that person is gone. But there's still so much emotional nonsense and baggage. And not even nonsense. That's the wrong way to put it. It's just so much. You know, you drink and, and you party the way I did for 22 years and you're just burying things down. So the first two quarter, quarters of this year weren't the easiest for me. And I really did a great job of managing my way through all of those mines and, and pratfalls that were there. And going into my 42nd birthday in the middle of June, I really started to pick up some steam. But I still didn't have a whole lot of focus and a whole lot of direction. And I'm going to talk a little bit later about how I was able to obtain that focus. And it really just came down to prioritizing my time. And uh, when uh, when I go into that, it's going to be really, uh, really groundbreaking. If you've ever felt like your to-do list was way too long and you didn't know what to do with it, and you were constantly making more and more things on the to-do list, stick around till the end. You're going to hear how I have managed to get so much accomplished over the last few months by this one simple technique 
that one of my peers taught me. It's absolutely changed my life. Take a breath. Calm down. I get a little excited when I get on the microphone. <laughs> Just a teensy weensy bit excited. What I want to discuss with you guys today is how to finish your year, your year strong and move right into the next year with a ton of momentum so that you don't have to wonder, what am I going to do next? You already have the steps allocated to you and you already have a plan in place. And that's what I have. It's fantastic. And it all goes on based on this theory I have. That I can picture this in my head, so work with me here. Think about this. You've, you're watching the Olympics. It's the track and field event. It's the 400-meter uh, team relay. And the first runner takes off. And as they're completing the first 100 meters, there's this zone where the runner who has the baton, runner one, has to pass the baton to runner two. And they have to do it in this certain zone. And if it's not accomplished in that certain zone, then they're disqualified. So runner two is standing still. And as runner one is approaching, he has to get to the same speed as runner one is. Now runner one might slow down a little bit, um, but generally not. It is a full-on blaze of glory towards runner number two. Runner number two gains that speed by, by accelerating within that zone, reaches behind, grabs the baton from runner one, and then takes off. And you, you can see when they're doing this that there's definitely some speed runner one gives up and some speed runner two has yet to accelerate toward because they need to make sure that baton exchange is done in absolute unison. Baton hits the ground, it's over, no medals for you. Everybody just walks around and, and feels down about themselves. Picture that. Now think about the way your year ends. When you're finishing up a year, Thanksgiving rolls around. The way I see the holidays, it's like the moment Halloween happens, that's it. It's Christmas, it's New Year's, the year is done. It, it goes into super, super hyperdrive. And that's where we're sitting right now. We're sitting at about nine days. This is a Monday night. Let me look at my calendar. It is Monday, November 12th, 2018. And so we're only about nine days away from Thanksgiving, which means Christmas is literally already here. And so and it feels like Halloween just happened. So as soon as Halloween gets here, Thanksgiving shows up right behind it. Then boom, here comes Christmas. Here comes New Year's. It is just you know, 60 some odd days of just, and then here comes the new year and you've been putting off your resolutions, you're losing weight, you're quitting smoking, you're getting healthy, whatever it is you keep, everybody pushes that stuff off into the new year. But then January 1st rolls around and you've got like 10 things on your list of, th of, of these wants, needs, and desires that you've accumulated that you're supposed to start. And then it's just like, where do you even begin? How do you even know what to prioritize? What is supposed to be first on your list? And whatever's first on your list is eventually going to get, is going to be, is either going to get dropped off, like it's not going to be the one you really wanted to do, or the one you really wanted to do is going to get left in, in, in behind in the dust because you chose a different one that was maybe, air quotes here, easier to attain, lowest hanging fruit, whatever you'd like to call it. And I've done this in the past. And um, certainly whenever I was getting ready to get sober, I remember saying I was going to quit drinking as soon as the Super Bowl was done. This was the Atlanta Falcons, New England Patriots Super Bowl. And because my body was starting to shut down and things were not looking good for me physically, 
um, I had to go ahead and just pull pull the uh, pull the trigger on January 13th. It was trying to not use a gun analogy there, but I went ahead and did it anyways because I couldn't think of anything else and I didn't want to stutter over my own words on a microphone. <laughs> just being vulnerable and honest here, guys. Um, and so what I realized then was that pushing something off, I had wanted to quit Going into the new year, I had wanted to quit for years, and I just kept pushing it off and pushing it off. And finally, I think the reason it stuck was just that my body had an absolute shutdown moment, and I was I was really thinking that you know the left arm was going numb, the heart was starting to tighten up. It was some things were starting to happen. I was starting, and it was very clear to me that um, I may not even be able to make it those next two weeks till the Super Bowl. I might just go ahead and end up in intensive care in the hospital. Um, so I say that story, not going to get too much into to what finally pushed me over the edge, but I say that because pushing these ideas of what you really want to do into the new year when you know you really want to do them, like just today, to, I've, I've been using this this saying for a little bit, uh, today is the day to start making that change. No matter how big or small it is in your life, you've got to start making that change, and that's where this 400-meter sprint analogy comes into play. I want you to finish 2018 in such a dead-on sprint that 2019 has to already be going at the same speed 2018 ends in so that you literally aren't calling January 1st the end of your year. You're calling it February 1st. Now, right now, work with me on this. It's like a 13-month year because I am doing that with myself, and I've got some amazing episodes coming up. They're really going to help you accelerate. I I have a little... Uh, I used to do this maintaining momentum Mondays. I might be bringing that back. I'm not really sure. Haven't really figured out everything that's going to happen with this podcast, but I know that I cannot sit on this information anymore and I've got to get it out to you. Let me talk about what it is this 400 meter sprint is ultimately going to be able to help you guys with. So, what I want you to do is picture that your December in, works so quickly that January has to get up to speed with it. And by doing that, your, your year starts February 1st so that 2019 is already going at a at, at terminal velocity, right? You're not starting at a standstill on January 1st so that by February you're just now getting going. Uh, I work out a lot. I, I talk to the gym people and I talk to the trainers there and they say that, yeah, man, January 1st. By January 7th, that gym is crowded. Everyone's in there. They're super packed. By Valentine's Day, they've lost all the momentum and they go back to just being the normal people who were there. Yeah, they might keep about 10 or 15% of those new signees, but for the most part, everyone goes back to business as usual. I don't want you doing that. I'm not going to do that. you got to be very, very mindful to not just mail it in in the month of December. Now, for me, being a life coach and a motivational speaker, and I've got these plans to get on the college speaking circuit, and I've got a TV show treatment that I'm shopping around L.A., I mean, I've got a lot going on. I live in a city of creativity and just people go, go, go. And so it's it's pretty, I'm not even going to say easy to keep up the momentum because like every other human, I just want to slow down at some point. I mean, the holidays seem like a great time to do that, but I don't. I'm I, Okay, I have in the past. I'm not going to do it this year. You know, a lot of the stuff that I'm going to be talking about over the next um, 12 weeks as I get you guys through 18 and into 19 going very fast with a lot of motivation and a lot of things done, they're going to be things I'm literally over here doing. 
you know, I've got a couple life coaches. I've got my therapist that I got through Kaiser when I got sober. I've got people I'm talking to that were constantly looking over what is it I'm doing? What could be more effective? I mean, there is a dissection of my actions on a regular basis that I find extremely healthy. I don't for a moment think that I'm being OCD. In fact, like, like Browning likes to say, it's not obsessive compulsive disorder. It's obsessive compulsive attribute. Is that what he calls it? Attribute? OCA? He calls it OCA. Maybe attributes the word. Maybe it's not. So as you're picturing your year, think about what are things that you have been wanting to do all year that you want to make take massive, massive change in, right? Uh, later on, in, some, in I think maybe the next episode or two episodes away, I'm going to be going over the three spheres and the four components. Um, Patrick uh, Clevin and I came up with this a while back ago, and it's something that we both push in our, in our daily practice with ourselves and with the clients we have. We talked to them about you have three spheres, career, self, and relationships. Career is basically just what you do. Right. Some people are like, ah, not everybody has a career. Some people were born into being million zillionaires. Okay. They still have something they do. Even Paris Hilton has something that she does. All right. I mean, she started up a clothing line or a makeup line or something. And I only use her because she seems like she was born into a vast amount of wealth. And uh, she still has something she does. So everybody's got a career. Self, I mean, that's you. That's That's everything that makes up who you are and what you're trying to accomplish for yourself. And then there's your relationships. Uh, the person you chose to fall in love with and, and, and spend the rest of your life with or just the people that are your friends and family that, that you keep in your close inner circle. And then, of course, spreading out to this level two, three, four, five friendship circle thing all the way out to acquaintances. So you have those three spheres. And within those three spheres, you have four components, um, mental, emotional, I'm sorry, physical, emotional, mental, and then spiritual. Spiritual doesn't have to be God-based. It can just be meditation. It can be anything. You know, I'm very spiritual. I believe in the universal energy of life. That's my thing. It doesn't have to be yours. You can believe in whatever God you choose. We're all still here together on this planet, spinning around on this rock at an insane amount of speed, and we should just learn to love each other and be inclusive, not exclusive. That, that's my thing, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, as far as physical goes, you know, this moment I got sober, I hit the gym hard and I started to get my body together. I started eating incredibly well. Um, I say that having just been uh, completing a week of sugar, but that's that's a whole other story I'll go into later. And then, of course, what are you doing mentally to keep yourself sharp and what are you learning and thinking about and talking about? And then there's, of course, there's emotional and just how are you handling all your emotions? And as a as somebody in recovery, I can assure you, I have not always been good dealing and thinking and talking about my emotions. So those are the three spheres, career, self-relationship. Then you also then you have physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual. So those take those three times four, that's 12. Everybody has 12 quadrants of their life. That's the system that I work with, and I'm going to explain that more in a couple podcasts coming up. If you're listening to this after the fact, maybe you decided to binge Jesse, then um, you can probably just go ahead and, and check that out. The, we're at episode 36. That should be episode 37 or 38, somewhere. You'll see it. So you're thinking about those three spheres and those four components that make up the 12 quadrants. Wherever you wanted to see massive change, you don't have to pick all 12. I don't recommend that you do. It can be very overwhelming. But you cannot give up on this year. You cannot just mail it in from Thanksgiving to New Year's and go off and drink and eat the rest of your year away. All, all of us have these grandiose ideas about what we want to do, what we want to achieve, 
the person that we want to become, the, the kind of relationships that we want to build, the kind of self that we can look in the mirror and be happy with, the kind of things that we want to do in a career or with hobbies that really push us and propel us to our meant to be. We have these amazing ideas. And then for whatever reason, Thanksgiving comes around and we're like, you know what? I think I'll deal with that in January. And then we just keep pushing and pushing and pushing things. And so by the time January gets here, that list is so long. Most of our calendars are built so that they end on January 1st. All my calendars go till March because I'm like, I'm, I've already got things I'm planning in late January. I've already got, heck, my February and March are already slamming. I have a whole mess of things I'm doing. I'm taking people to Mexico City to climb pyramids. We're renting this really sweet house out in Lake Arrowhead here in Southern California. We're going to take some people up there, put them through some amazing play shops. They're really going to transform their lives. I've got a couple workshops that I'm attending as, as, a, as a guest, as somebody who paid for these. I've got teaching things. I've got this whole month I'm doing for realtors in the Valley. I mean, I've, it is insane how busy I'm keeping myself. But I don't let myself get overwhelmed by it because I've come up with an organizational system that really works for me. And in the process of doing that, that's how I came up with this 400-meter metaphor. That 2018 and 2019 need to meet in synchronicity so that 2019 is already going fast. I cannot wake up on January 1st and wonder, what am I doing today? No. I don't have to do that. I've, I've, I've already got, I've got certain things already planned out into June, June and July as far as what am I learning? How, what am I doing physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally to continue my development? And then how am I bringing that to my friends, my family, most importantly, my clients and the people that I work with in these workshops so that they can get the most out of their lives through my experiences and my teachings. And so I want you to picture your year as this 400-meter sprint. And you've got runner one reaching runner two at terminal velocity. He's just going so fast, and he slows down a little bit. And runner two, just, he starts sprinting, but not as fast as you know he will once he gets that baton in his hand. Or she, hey, uh, this is not a sexist thing. This is for everybody out there, okay? So you've got these runners. One's passing the baton at just an amazing speed while the other one's getting up to that speed, and that's how your year is. January 1st is not the beginning of 2019. It is the last month in 2018. But, haha, there's a but. It is also the beginning of 2019. So that by the time you get to February, you know, those runners, when they're passing that baton, that zone they're passing the baton in, that counts as part of the 400-meter race. So will the month of January count towards 2019. So that by the time February 1st rolls around and 2018 is, is definitely in the rearview mirror, 2019 is already in a full-on sprint. You know exactly what it is you're trying to accomplish physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually within your career self and relationship spheres because you do not want there to be an imbalance. Not everything can always be balanced, right? You juggle 12 balls in the air at one time, you're going to drop some. And I used to have a friend who had written this poem where in life some balls that you're juggling are glass and some are rubber. Some can bounce back up to you, but and some, when they hit the ground, they shatter. And in his poem, relationships and in, in the in the relationships and the love that you're building with people, those were the ones that were made out of glass and that wouldn't bounce back. I tended to want to debate him on the fact that some of those relationships are made of rubber. In fact, everything can be made of a certain amount of elasticity. 
um, elasticity. Is that the right way to, to, it is the right way to pronounce it, but it is the right word to use in that moment. Um, the point is that not everything is glass, not everything's rubber. And to be able to juggle all 12 of your quadrants at once, which would be very difficult. Um, but it is possible to have some priority and some focus on those. And that's what I'm going to close you guys up with because I'm really putting an effort towards keeping these podcasts under about 25 minutes because I listened to a podcast by Brooke Castillo called The Life Coaching School. And I love, love, love this woman's uh, podcast. I love her readings. I love what she does. I can assure you at some point this woman will be teaching me how to life coach better and how to just coach myself better. I am absolutely enamored by this woman's podcast. The moment I came across it, I have just not been able to stop listening to her. So I highly recommend if you're into this kind of upward leveling, which surely you are, or you wouldn't be listening to me, make sure you subscribe to me, but also go check out the Life Coaching School with Brooke Castillo because I'm going to be bringing in a lot of what she teaches me and I believe in attribution. And that comes, uh, somebody who taught me that exact line was my brother's father-in-law, for hence to forth, called BIFL, or is it BIFL? I haven't quite figured that out, but it's B-I-F, B-I-F-L is the acronym. And he taught me, this is Tom Rigsby, you can check him out at tomrigsby.com. I'm going to give attribution where it is deserved, and so you will hear me plug people from time to time. I'm not doing this because I'm getting paid for it. If that ever occurs, you will be the first to know. I will not just be slinging out websites and podcasts because I'm accepting money on the back end. I'm not a politician. I am completely transparent. And Tom Rigsby has done some amazing, amazing uh, uh, stuff with me. We're peers. We are learning NLP together. We conversate every Tuesday. It's absolutely a fantastic relationship. I love this man to, to the teeth. And he taught me TomRigsby.com. That's it. Okay, that's my plug. Did he pay me for that one? No. But that was like the third time I said it. So I think I think he now has to put me in as well. I think that's the way that it works. Plug somebody three times on a podcast, get put in their will. I think that's the way it works. I bet you he's got like a chicken teapot or something. That would be awesome in my kitchen. So I'm going to have to hold him to that one. He doesn't know it yet. Uh, he taught me this, and I'm going to do an entire episode on it because it's absolutely fantastic. It's called Priority Plus 4 Focuses. He calls it the P plus 4F. He actually did a really great video on this. I don't know how to find it right away, but as soon as I do, I'm going to get that posted over on my new website, uh, .life. Um I'm going to have a whole podcast page where I put little links and stuff that I promised that you that I will over there. It's absolutely um, fantastic. I haven't quite figured all that out, but getting back to where I was, because I'm starting to ramble, starting to ramble. <laughs> Priority plus four focuses. I'm going to do, again, a whole show on this, but for now, when you're making a to-do list, stop putting 27 things on it and then expecting that you're going to one, complete them all, and two, you're putting some things on there that you already completed just so you can feel that little dopamine, serotonin, adrenaline rush when you complete something. Have one priority every day and have four focuses. For me, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, the priority is going to the gym. If As long as I get that done, the day is a, the day is a victory. The day is a win. Those are the only three days I go to the gym. I'm on a great program. I've completely figured out how to accomplish everything I want physically by going those three days. And that's my priority. Then I've got four focuses, which could be, you know, uh, going into my Facebook group and, and starting up a conversation or, or continuing one, 
It could be uh, cooking a healthy dinner, um, calling up my friend on Mondays. Particularly, I get together with my old master practitioner group, and we have a we do a Zoom call where we talk about things that we've experienced that week and help each other in the world of coaching. Those are my four focuses, but the priority is the number one thing. So whenever you start thinking about how am I going to prioritize all of these quadrants, Jesse, you don't. Every day you cannot prioritize. You can't prioritize more than one thing. Like like Tom likes to say, if you prioritize more than one thing, then nothing's the priority. So moving forward, I want you to think, what is the one thing that if you had one hour left in your day, what would be that one thing that if you did, you would totally feel like a winner? Boom. Now do it early enough that you can feel like a winner the rest of the day. Uh, you know, if you're if you're a realtor, a lot of them are afraid of reaching out and trying to create new clients. Well, then if if your way of creating new clients is calling up five people that you've sold the house to in the past and seeing how much they like their house and if they know anyone else who wants to buy a house, then do that thing as f- first thing as possible in the morning. If you get up at 5 a.m., don't start calling people. But by all means, once it's a regular, it's a decent time, call the people up. So get that priority done, and then you can move on to your focuses. And I'm going to talk to you guys later on in a different episode about how I've turned that into a way to break down not just my days like he taught it to me, but now I have a priority for the week, I have a priority for the month, I have a priority for the quarter, for every six months, and then a priority for the whole year. I'm super amped to talk to you guys about what I'm doing for next year that is really setting me up to make sure that I don't feel overwhelmed by everything I'm trying to accomplish. And in fact, I feel um, I feel like it's so simple in my head that it's going to be easy for me to do. And no doubt there's some things in your life that you've been dying to change. For most people, it's it's a habit, whether you drink too much, smoke too much, eat too much, sugar too much, whatever it might be. Let's get on top of that. Let's start making those changes. Think to yourself, what is five minutes of something I can do today to start moving towards that positive life that I've always wanted to achieve for myself? So that's my 400-meter sprint. I feel like I talked about it as fast as people would run with, run and do it. <laughs> I get super pumped on these. Um, I'd like to think that... I stayed coherent and didn't get too rambly, but I'm not sure about that. (laughs) You know, by all means, uh, you know, uh, hit me up on my Facebook page, allthewayup.life. You can leave a comment below wherever you're listening to this. Uh, But if you go to allthewayup.life, my Facebook page, uh, by all means, I will respond to any kind of questions that you have there. There's also a group called allthewayup.life. It's a private group, um, but search for it, find it. Uh, and it's not a private group, but it is uh, one that I have to let you into just because I'm watching out for spammers and stuff like that. I want you guys to be part of the community. I want you to get more involved, not just in what I'm doing, but in your own lives. I want you to be active. I want you to have the ability to really focus your energy and prioritize. The key here, everyone, is that it's not that you don't have enough time. It's that you're not prioritizing correctly. Okay, your kid walks in and says, Daddy, Mommy, I'd really like to play catch. I don't have time. Then your kid, Okay, that's what you say in that scenario. Scenario number two, your kid walks in, Mommy, Daddy, I just chopped my hand off. <laughs> no matter what you were doing before your kid walked in and said he chopped his hand off, you stop it on a dime. And now you have, now you have the time, right? Because you prioritize something like that. 
I don't mean to be so grotesque and so over the, over the top, but I've used this before and it's gotten laughter in a circle of friends. So uh, whether it's gotten laughter there or, or whether you think I'm a horrible human being, it can go either way. Go either way. But the point is, is that when the kid comes with you is something that needs to be dealt with right then and there, you prioritize it. Kid hurts himself. He's bleeding. He's screaming. He's crying. All of a sudden, boom. Now you're paying attention. Just wants to play catch. You don't have time for that. Right, So figure out a way to prioritize your day so that when your kid wants you to play catch at the end of the day or whatever it is that they might want you to do, you've got that window, even if it's just 15, 20, 30 minutes where you can stand up and say, let's do that. And you can get to your work or whatever it was you were doing uh, beforehand, right? So, or later on. So that's, uh, we're going to talk more about that. Just keep in mind, 400 meter sprint, your year is not going to slow down. That is the whole point of this. You do not let yourself slow down. If you're going to go away and see the family and you're going to be somewhere, look, I'm not saying you got to sit in front of your computer for 12 hours a day, right? Career self-relationships. You go away and see some family for a week or two over the holidays, boom, prioritize yourself, prioritize your relationships. Get out and go for some brisk walk, right? Get out and have conversations with your family and friends. Really bond with them because whenever you're not with them for the holidays, then you're focusing on your career. So you can put the career away and you can think how within my relationships am I building them physically, emotionally, spiritually, or mentally, right? Boom, prioritize that. Focus on that. Do not think I'm saying you got to sit in front of your computer for the rest of the year, (laughs) Okay, I take I, I pick and choose the times whenever I'm going to be working versus when I'm going to be taking care of myself versus when I'm going to be building and, and really making those relationships stronger. Okay, so we're going to be diving more into that. Just remember, we're not putting things on pause here. Right? We're not slowing down because it's Thanksgiving to New Year's. Right? We're not we're not letting up. Okay, you if you when you if you do that and then you wonder why why January seems like a lost month, it's because you're going into it because you gave up on December. December is going to be sprinting towards 2019, and then 2019 January is going to catch up and meet that. All right, you're slowing down December so that you're starting January basically. It'd be like if the sprinter just stopped at 100 yards and then January just took the baton and didn't just start it. Right. I mean, I get that they're sprinters and that they, they pick up pretty fast, but there's still that first 10, 20, probably 30 yards till they actually reach terminal velocity, the main momentum. Well, if 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 100 meters is, is the sprint everybody's known for, that's basically that breaks up into 10 really easily. There's 10 sets of 10 meters. Right. Well, for a year, you know, if going based on that on that metaphor I just said and the way I broke it down, if you don't reach speed till the twenty or thirty meter mark, that's February or March, right? And then you you just lost out on two months, and then you're gonna give up on December. So three out of your twelve months are just what, what? Where's the accomplishment? Where's the go get get them attitude? So I hope this resonates with you. Uh, it resonates with me. It's all about maintaining momentum, whether it be Monday, all week, all month. It's just not letting up. Just going into each day with an intent. Even if your intent is just lay around the house and watch movies with the family, there's still a moment. Don't all of you sit on your phone staring at a screen while the movie just plays. You know, talk about the movie, laugh, turn the turn the the movie on mute, and just sit there and BS with one another. Don't stare at your phones the whole time, looking at Facebook, watching other people live their lives, right? 
Everybody jumps on Facebook to post what they're doing with their lives and then look at what everybody else is doing. Oh, I wonder if I got the better gift. I wonder if I'm doing the better thing. Just be doing the better thing and don't care if anyone notices. I said something at the wedding I was at over the weekend. I was like, yep, if you don't post it, it didn't happen. If it's not on social media, it didn't happen. And uh, everybody got a big kick out of it because that's literally how our society seems to be operating now. So there you go, guys. I hope you have enjoyed this. I am going to do my best to be more succinct in my talkings. I said 25 minutes, and I'm coming up on 32. Later on, over the next 12 episodes, we're going to be doing vulnerability, honesty, time management, limiting self-talk, negative self-talk, positive self-talk. Oh my goodness gracious. We're going to be diving into some seriously awesome stuff. Check out my new website at allthewayup.life. It is a it is a work in progress, but I can assure you it is just beautiful. I'm so happy with it right now. Check me out on Facebook at allthewayup.life. That's also the name of the group, All the Way Up Life. Um, you can find me at allthewayup.life on Instagram. I'm still Jesse Mogul on Twitter because I don't use that medium because I don't think anything good comes out of Twitter. <laughs> uh, much love, everybody. I hope you've enjoyed this. Just remember, December, maintain that momentum. Sprint into January. Don't keep pushing things that are huge that you want to do into the next year and then wake up on January 1st with 10 different resolutions you've got to somehow figure out how to tackle. Let's start looking at those now, and I'm going to be showing you the way all the way up to January 1st and well into February and March. This show isn't stopping anymore. I am back. Thank you so much for joining me. This has been Episode 36 of All the Way Up with Jesse Mogul. Y'all take care now, and remember, the power of positive energy. Release it, then flow. Mm -hmm.